What's going on, Drinking Buddies? Brand new podcast coming right at you, but real quick, no ads this week. I just want to you know, talk to you for a sec before we get into this week's episode. Life has thrown me some real interesting curveballs in the last 72 to 96 hours. Everything is fucking great. Don't, it's not like, oh my God, Matt, what's wrong? This is a cry for help. Shit is fucking great. I'm starting a new gig where I honestly don't know how much longer I can do the podcast. I'm going to do everything in my power once I start the gig to keep doing the show. But my new responsibilities and my new travel schedule may make that an impossibility. That's why we have no ads this week. I just want to tell you guys what's going on. There's at least going to be another show or two because that's what I got in the can. That's what I got scheduled to record. But beyond that, I don't know. I honestly don't know. When I'm free to talk about what's going on, I will post it on my social media. I will talk about it on the show. I will do a solo show and talk about what's happening with me. But like, I had literally the gig of a lifetime fall in my fucking lap within the last 72 hours, and it's, it's wild. I'm leaving L.A., I'm moving back to Vegas, and shit's about to get real fucking weird, man. But I'm excited about it. I'm, I'm fucking thrilled. I'm going to see the fucking world. I'm going to get paid to fucking do it. I'm going to get paid to do it well. Back to being truly the international shit show you all know and love. So please, stay in contact. Hit me up on the socials. And hopefully, if all goes well, I'll be able to keep bringing you this show while I do my new gig. But in the meantime, let's get into this week's episode. My guest is Penny Suicide. Penny is an integral part of Suicide Girls. A friend of mine and a really rad person. We can talk about all sorts of shit. Ton of fucking fun. So sit back, relax, pop a cold one, and enjoy this episode with Penny Suicide. How the fuck are you? I'm fabulous. How are you, Matt? I'm doing well. Pouring <laughs> myself a drink, as yeah. we do, as we do on this show. I have uh, a LaCroix, a bubbly water. Like, it's excellent. I think it might be from Wisconsin, where serial killers are from. So it's, yeah, on brand. You know that's made from, from by the same people that make Fago, right? Is it? Uh-huh. Oh well, this this is fancy Fago then. You're 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 drinking bubbling clown water. Excellent. <laughs> That's probably why I'm so happy. <laughs> I, I I'm. Will ICP get bougie at some point and just start dousing their fans in, in a fucking Lacroix? Lacroix, I hope so. Mm, just a hint of raspberry, like a raspberry with low batteries. <laughs> Mm-mm-mm. The yeah. best. I mean, I I drink this shit. Out. I drink this shit out of that stuff too. Like, it's refreshing. 
Well, for someone who likes to drink, like, you know, carbonate, I'm just like, carbonation, I like carbonation. And I don't, like, I occasionally drink pop. Like, I'm a... I love that you call it pop. I'm a Midwesterner, yo. Thank you. Thank you. Pop up in here. People will be like, where are you from? I'm like, I say pop instead of soda. That's your only clue. Like... (laughs) I'm from Chicago. It's pop. Yes. Like... Midwest. Midwest <laughs> represent. Right? <laughs> See, unlike you, I was smart enough to get the fuck out. Yeah, right. Hey, I, I, you know, I vacation a lot. I travel a lot. I know. I'm well traveled. <laughs> I, know. I know. We were just having drinks in LA like, what, two weeks ago? Yeah, like two or three weeks ago, I was there. Yep. It was good to be back. And it warmed up when I got there, too. It like actually started getting warm and nice out. Well, that was all your fault, Penny. When you arrived, they're just like, we must roll out the red carpet for Penny. Yay. Although, like, almost every other time I've been to L.A., it always rains or it gets really fucking cold. So then they're like, you brought the cold with you. Are you, like, a fucking witch? And I'm like, yes. (laughs) Look at the outfit. What was your first clue? Maybe. Perhaps. Perhaps. Hmm. Hmm. So what else have you been up to? What's going on with you? What's going on with me? Um, not a whole lot from the pandemic, apart from doing all the stuff that I do for Suicide Girls. So that keeps me busy, like working um, for headquarters for them, like during the weekdays. Um, and then I play D&D sometimes with other Suicide Girls. And I play uh, for Suede with you guys, with the sex workers for charity on Fridays sometimes. And that's really fun. Um, yeah, and then I travel around and I do shoots every once in a while when I can. So for the audience who may not be aware, what do you do for Suicide Girls? Like, I know, but... Yeah, I do everything for Suicide Girls. Like, I love, I've loved them so long, forever. Uh, And then I started uh, modeling for them five years ago. So I'm an alternative model on there. And for people who don't know what Suicide Girls is, it's an online alternative community. So you, it's a subscription-based website, and you sign up. And then there are thousands of models all over the world. It's international, and it's um, geared towards, like, alternatives. So tattoos, piercings, like, that kind of thing. So it's, like, where the geeky gamer girls or, like, the weirdos, the freaks, the hot, artsy, goth chicks that you went to high school with. But then we take our clothes off. <laughs> and we have like really classy pinup photo sets on there. But then we also write blogs. You can read our blogs and learn about us. You can message us and chat with us, um, see our pictures, our videos, all that kind of good stuff. So, yeah, it's a really awesome. And it, it's more like an online community because we also have forums on there. So if people, I don't know how old the audiences are that watch your podcast, but. They best um, be 18. I, they, they, yeah. But I used to like love forum based websites when I was younger. Like I was on Vampire Freaks for a really long time too. Of course I was. Uh, So the forums are really fun too because you can go on and chat with all the members and the other girls and yeah, it's it's pretty fun. So it's it's a website um, requires models and photos to be taken. I model on there. I modeled on there for like two or three years and then I decided to become uh, a photographer. them so i'm on the the team the team photographer is there as well and i've been a team photographer for the past like two years now so i'm in front and behind the camera so i get to hang out with hot girls all day and like make art and 
get all their good angles. Living the life there. Living the life. I know. I get to deliver you guys all the goodies that you get to enjoy online. So I'm just making the world a better place with more hot girls. And then after doing that, um, I also recruit for the site. So I go and I find new girls and teach them, you know, how to start their career modeling and um, how to kind of create their own brand and uh, publicize themselves and get onto the site and make a good impression. And then I can also shoot them too. Um, so I, I kind of mentor new models and then they were, um, they had an opening at headquarters. So now I'm the model and the photography coordinator as well. Um, so I'm in charge of managing all of the models that are on the site and we have at least over 10,000 girls internationally and then um, a handful of team and non-team photographers that work for us as well. Oh. So it's it's a juggling act. So it's like, can she do it all? Yes, she can. Like, <laughs> so are you you more enjoying the corporate photograph photography end of it, or are you miss modeling more? Like, what do you, what's the preference? Well, I still do it all, so I'm still modeling. Well, yeah, but I mean, like, but if you were de- able to devote more time to one or the other, which one? I mean, I love modeling. So fun. But then also it's so rewarding to shoot girls and like watch them glow and feel amazing and, uh, you know, give them confidence and empower them. And it's really cool to have women uh, in charge of creative direction for 18 plus content instead of the male gaze. So that's kind of fun too. not like knocking the boys, you know creating, but it's cool as a female to create with females and create like a really safe like space for them to feel like, you know, being nude and naked and, you know, all the erotic stuff is kind of like a vulnerable situation for a woman to be in. So it's kind of nice um, to be able to offer like a very safe, comfortable space for girls to express themselves. Fuck yeah. Fuck mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. And also like, I want to show people from my perspective what I think's hot. You know what I mean? Like, it's nice to mix it up a little bit. Hell yeah. Because, you know, you got a, you got an eye for it. You definitely do. So. Yeah. So that's what I do for suicide girls. I do virtually everything. <laughs> what don't I do? Code the website. I don't know. Yeah. I definitely don't do that. I don't know how to code the website. Like we have a really, really great develop, like a development team that does that. And I don't touch any of it. <laughs> oh, come on, Penny. Don't you want to do it all? Every last fucking thing. I mean, I don't know my JavaScript from my Ruby, from my Python. Like, I don't, I don't know. At least you know what they are. At least I know what they are, right? I don't, I don't know what they do. (laughs) At least you're not just like, uh, Yeah, but no, no, that's awesome that you're doing all this stuff. Are you doing any other photography, like, away from the erotic shoots? Um, I, you know, I usually only have time to shoot for the site. I very rarely do uh, any other kind of, I've done a couple boudoir sessions privately for girls who like my photography, but don't want it to go all over the internet. Like they just want to gift those photos to maybe like their significant other, or they just want to have those photos for themselves um, or use them in their portfolio for something not related to suicide girls. I've done very few of those shoots because I kind of specialize in doing what I do. Um, And then recently I did my friend who's a suicide girl. Um, She uh, was about seven and a half months pregnant. And so she wanted me to shoot her maternity photos. Uh And 
And so I couldn't say no to that because she's like one of my ride or die, like besties from the site. So I, I, I had to indulge her and do maternity photos of her and then like her and her husband together. And they turned out really beautiful. Like I, I did like doing that. I've done a little bit of like concert and bands as well, like, cause I know a ton of people in bands. So they're always like, well, you have a camera, you can come to the show and bring your camera with and like take photos. And I'm like, is everybody going to be beautifully backlit and naked? Because if not, you're not going to get the same results. <laughs> do, you, do you ever think some of that is just excuses for band dudes to try to get you to show up? Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> a lot of it is that. Yeah. The band, band dudes are they have been a long recurring theme in my life, but I feel like I have finally learned my lesson now. So what the band dudes are awesome. Come on. Uh... <laughs> I know that's not the lesson. I know that's not the lesson. It's not the lesson though, but um, yeah, I would say that maybe it was to get me to show up some of the times, but I have taken photos then of like live performances and stuff. Those are just harder to edit. And my camera isn't specifically designed for like, super low light photography, like to have it be crisp and stuff like that. Like the lens, I only shoot with like a portrait lens. So like imagine going to like a really big venue and shooting everything in a portrait lens and you're like so far away. I mean, yeah, yeah a- they, they use some of the photos, but yeah, you're right. It's probably more of an excuse to talk. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> hey, what do you, you showed up, they did their job. They, they got you there. <laughs> well, Hey, I want to see the show. Right. Right. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm not knocking you on your your end. Like, I don't think I've ever turned down a backstage pass in my life. So, right, exactly. But, but I've also I don't think I've ever gone to a show where like, oh, the artist is going to try to fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, really? Are you sure you haven't gone to any show? Not that I can think of. I I'm generally not like other metal dudes' uh, cup of tea. Oh well, yeah, but I, I'm also. That's not how I swing. So it's like I'm there heard, are like some. There's some metal chicks. Oh yeah, uh, I would hate to see what their inboxes are like. Like, <laughs> I have a feeling most attractive metal front women have more like unsolicited bullshit in their inbox than any adult performer. Yeah, they probably do. They probably do. Like, so all, the, all the the metal dudes, the socially awkward metal dudes who are just, like, so aggressive for no reason. Yeah. But, like, sometimes they're big teddy bears, too. You never know. You get, like, kind of both with, like, metal listeners. But, yeah. <laughs> but I, I'm sure, I'm sure it's just happened. Because, well, in theory, like, if you're in a big band, you just have more reach than, like, your average adult performer or even a fairly big adult performer. Like, there's just more people that are consuming your content at that point therefore percentage wise the number is going to be more fucking weird dudes yeah i i can imagine although it does depend on what kind of a musician they are because unless they're like a super mainstream musician usually the adult performers will have more followers than like an average band let's see are you going to compare right now? We're going to do some quick comparison. <laughs> We're going to do some quick comparison real quick. Let's see. Okay. Uh, I don't even know, like, and uh, who's, like, I don't even know who a hot front woman is anymore. Like, I remember, like, uh, Lacuna Coil, like. I'm, yeah, she was, she she's, was a I babe. mean, she's still a babe, but. What about, uh, let me, is it Opeth that has a girl? 
Yeah. Uh, Otep. Otep. Yeah. So, like, Lakuna Coil, their main Twitter has 125,000. Uh, uh, Christina. I have more. I have more followers than them. Uh, yeah, Christina has 148,000. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. So she has more than her band. Yeah. Individually. Yes. Yes, exactly. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. This is how the internet works. Yep, 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 <laughs> yep. 100%. 100%. Really? Like, it's like talents or just hot girls, and they're like hot girls. But <laughs> it, it helps when you have both. Yeah, but when you have both, then you're like, wow, this is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes it is just, you know, hot girls. Like, oh, hey. I wouldn't say it's, like, frustrating, but it's, as a content creator, being like, oh, hey, that person just got into the same sort of content creation and has less content created. It's, like, infinitely more exposed, like, but then again, I don't have to put up with half the bullshit you guys do, so. (laughs) Yeah, it's a give and take. (laughs) Like. The cost of that. Right. Mm -hmm. No one's sliding into my DMs being like, nice tits, want to fuck? Yeah. It's not even, like, a lot of the DMs are just so weird, too. And it's not even just nice tits want to fuck. It's, like, random ones. Like, really random. Like, I'll just go into my others folder right now and we can, like, have oh, yeah. a giggle. Let's discover L- Penny's let's other just, folder. Let's, let's just go to my others and we'll see what people say. Yeah, because I occasionally get, like, the random, like, dude who's like, bro, bro, how do I get into porn, bro? Oh, that's so annoying. Like. This person just says, hopefully you are not suicidal. That would be a waste. You're amazing. He clearly doesn't understand what Suicide Girls is. Um, those are just a lot of people asking me if I want some likes. This guy, good morning, my dear. How did you sleep? Creepy. That's creepy. Like, he doesn't even know me. How did I sleep? Why, why do you want to know? You're a stranger. Like... Because uh, it's intimate, and he wants to be intimate with you. One Bitcoin for drink with me, two beers? Question mark. Take the Bitcoin and run. You can't get a refund on it. Right? Hey, that's what I'm talking about there. Like, once that Bitcoin hits my wallet, sure. If you want to pay $56,000 or whatever Bitcoin's currently going for, for two drinks with me, I'm in. <laughs> Is that what it's really going for? Yeah. Oh, okay, maybe I should actually reply. Shit, Matt, I'm sorry. I have stuff I have to do right now. Like, I gotta go. (laughs) Yeah, like, 56K for two drinks, and it does not specify you can't bring people with you. Yeah, right? Oh, my gosh. Show up with, like, five friends. Like, we're here for those drinks, bro. Right? That's Okay, a lot of these are, like, not excellent ones. A lot of them are asking about my COVID vaccine, because I just had that, like, last week. So a lot of these are about COVID. They're not the usual thirsty... DMs, or it's just like fake, like, do you want to get more followers? Ones. Who falls for that shit, by the way? Like, who, who in their right minds, like, oh my God, uh, random solicitation to buy more followers from account, an account that has 200 followers. If you could get me <laughs> to 10,000 or 100,000 followers, why do you have 200? Right. I don't know, but like, you can definitely buy followers because I know some girls that do buy, like, literally buy their followers. Like, they're all, all they're following. Like, they'll have, like, you know, almost like 500,000 followers, but they'll only ever get, like, maybe a couple hundred likes on a photo. 
And that just doesn't make any sense, you know, because no. like all those followers are bots. Well, and so. it actually hurts your engagement because. Right. You know, since. And it fucks up your algorithm. Right. It fucks mm-hmm. up your algorithm. And like since Instagram doesn't send everything to everyone who follows you. Not like, anymore. Right. <laughs> but, you know, yeah. there's a likelihood of your couple hundred or couple thousand actual followers are going to miss all your content because the nine, 499,000 bots are sucking it up. Yeah, it's crazy. Like, in all honesty, I have thought about buying myself up to 10000 just for the swipe up ability. Yeah, it's a good, good feature right. for advertising. That's the only reason, like, I don't really care about the actual numbers. I prefer the actual engagement. Mm-hmm. Like, and I'm not, like, trying to be a fucking influencer and be like, look at all my followers. Let me sell your shit. Right. Although I would like to see you try to sell shit because you'd be good at it. You'd make it funny. Well, I actually I hate doing ad reads because I do ad reads for the audio version of this, and I fucking hate it. Oh yeah, yeah, because it has you like sandwich them. Like, what do you put this on through Anchor? No, no, no. I, I'm a real podcaster. Thank oh, sorry. You. Okay. Listen or die. <laughs> my, pod, my my podcast is through Anchor. <laughs> I, I stand by what I said. Stand by what I fucking said. It's okay. I'm just a hobbyist. Yes, it's true. Well, it's I'm also not, like not before Anchor was bought by Spotify, mm-hmm. there were a, a lot of problems with Anchor. The one you had to use Anchor's app, like you had to record through Anchor's app back in the day. Oh, that's weird. And two, Anchor actually owned the rights to your content before Spotify bought them. Oh, interesting. I did not know that either. Yeah, that's why they were willing to give it away for free. Mm-hmm. Was, oh, yeah, we own the rights to this shit. So, like, if it ever gets big. Wow. So they're like, that shit left a bad taste in a lot of the community's mouth. Mm-hmm. Though Spotify owns them now, and Spotify is pretty much just doing Anchor as a loss leader. Yeah. I don't know why they're doing it, just to maybe get generate even more content for well, them yeah, to they're, continue. They're Because Spotify is, quit, like, in a lot of markets, a larger podcast market than Apple at this point. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mine's on Spotify. I mean, I think it also pushes to Apple. It pushes to, like several different things or whatever, but... But Spotify's doing that to get more content on their platform. And I have a feeling with Anchor, they have smart uh, advertisement injection that Mm -hmm. they can do. Like, even if you're not running ads, Spotify can insert their own ads into it. Oh, that's smart then for them. Right, but that sucks because I don't think you guys are getting any share of that ad revenue. No, but when I put when I make it on Anchor, they give me the option if I want to to do ads, and they're like the it has a thing where it's like put your show, clip it in the middle, do like so many minutes of an ad, we'll give you this much money or this much whatever, and then finish like do the the second half of your episode and you're done. It like wants you to make a sandwich with like a little yeah, ad. Just put a mid roll in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And for me, I never want to do mid rolls. I I think it is the worst form of podcast advertising. Right, yeah. Like, I just keep mine, like, all the way through. It's just one whole episode. Like, I don't have any... The only thing I advertise in the beginning is Suicide Girls um, and then whatever band. I let them, you know, talk about whatever they want to talk about, their merch, or if they're, you know, if when they're going to play shows or if they have any other side projects or things that they're working on or, like, charities. Like, a lot of the people um, have certain charities that they kind of endorse or represent so i let them talk about whatever charity they're associated with that Hell kind yeah. of thing mm-hmm. yeah no I, I do something similar like i do pre-ad roll like pre-roll ads like 
you you'll hear an ad before the audio version of the show starts. But after that, like, no, be in the conversation. I don't want to fucking make up a fake segue to go to an ad. Like, Penny, have you heard about? And then do an ad read and then cut back to our conversation. Right. Yeah, it's so fake. Let's fake it in, like, it hurts the listening experience. Yeah, your train of thought just, like, totally gets derailed. <laughs> right. Like, I totally get it from an advertiser standpoint. We're like, oh, you got them hooked. They've listened this long. They're going to keep listening, so they're not going to be able to skip the ad. First and foremost, like, my content's what's more important than the fucking advertising. The advertising is, like, the cream on doing this, not the point of doing it. Right. It's all about, like, having nice conversations. And getting drunk and on the internet, but... And entertaining people. That sometimes, just sometimes on that. <laughs> You're always entertaining. Stop. Aw. You are. You are. Aw. There will be some people that will definitely disagree with you in the comments, but, and judging from my iTunes reviews, there's definitely some people that disagree with you. Oh, God. <laughs> Fuck them. I mean, I think I'm doing something right if I have haters. The, but the people who review things, like people who like things, like rarely review them. It's only the people who dislike things that actually leave reviews. Oh, like, I know. It's wild how that works. Oh, there, there's some dude who gave me a one star who's like, I hate this dude's voice. You have a great voice for a podcast. I like your voice for a podcast, but Aww. whatever. Oh, Fuck no, no. I think people. it's fucking hilarious because he probably just came to the podcast expecting to like basically masturbate to whoever my guest was. And I was probably killing his boner. Oh, oh okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's my guess. It's completely unfounded, uneducated. <laughs> but that is my guess. That he's just like, oh my god, I wanted to hear, you know, whoever. Like he didn't say which guest he was, but he's like, I wanted to hear this, you know, adult performer and like, you know, get my nuts off. And then like, there's Slayer's voice, fucking just killing my wood, <laughs> just destroying it, crushing dreams. But tell me more about your fucking podcast. How long have you been doing it now? I started it at the beginning of the pandemic. So I started it in like March of like last year. Um, and it's just, it's called That One Suicide Girls podcast. And I'm Penny Suicide, That One Suicide Girl. Uh, and I interview musicians for like an hour, roughly, like an hour or two hours. If they're really good talkers, then I keep them on longer. But yeah, so it's, I only have, I've only made like nine finished episodes. It's like a super part-time thing, but I kind of did it so I wouldn't go crazy in the beginning of the pandemic when we're in like super lockdown and like you couldn't like leave your house and shit. Like I was like, I'm going to go insane. Like I'm a social butterfly. Like if I don't talk to somebody apart from my cat, like I will go insane. And then um, one of my friends in a band messaged me and said, hey, like, because we're not touring right now, I actually have, like, a lot of time to do, like, an interview. Like, do you ever do interviews or podcasts for Suicide Girls? Because I would, I would like, be a guest. And I said, oh, no, we don't actually, like, Suicide Girls, like, the site doesn't have a podcast. I said, but I guess I could make one, like, individually. Like, I could make my own podcast. And then I thought about it, and I was like, I know a ton of musicians. And I was like, that could be kind of cool to do music interviews. Um and I thought that would be interesting. So I started doing that. Um, and those are really fun. It's like just so cool to get people's perspectives and hear about like, you know, what goes like behind like the artists and stuff like that. And they have like fun tour stories. Like it's always entertaining, like that kind of thing. Like we get silly. We talk about like serious topics and then there's like lighthearted topics. It's like all over the place. Hell yeah. yeah. No, I, I love, absolutely love interviewing musicians, especially like, 
when I get a couple drinks of them and the one to get a little loose lipped, like. Oh yes, that's the best. When they were then like, yeah, because so many of them, I'm like, tell me a crazy story. Like, what did you do? Like, ooh, and they're like, I can't get anybody in trouble. Like, I don't know what I'm supposed to or allowed to say. Like, I can't tell my best stories because they have to stay like hidden or whatever but then yeah if you it once they like get a little bit more comfortable they're like okay i know i said i wasn't gonna tell you this story but now i will like <laughs> I just that's the best. i'm just like don't don't mention names just be like this tour yeah. like this other band like you know. right. i'm like you don't have to say specifics but like just vaguely tell me what occurred well yeah <laughs> especially like the artist storytelling a lot of people don't seem to realize like Unless that name has some impact to the person you're telling the story to, the name doesn't fucking matter. Like, the incidents no. are what fucking matter. Mm-hmm. One of my biggest pet peeves is storytelling when someone who's like, well, my buddy Bob, like, I have no frame of reference to who the fuck Bob is. Mm-hmm. Like, your friend is the same. You can be like, your friend. You don't have to be like, my buddy Bob, I went to high school. Like, don't give me the backstory. Like, it's un- it does not matter for this fucking story. Like, my friend. Like, Go. I don't know. It's it's a personal pet peeve. Like, as there I've go. listened to a lot of fucking stories out of people, and like, I bet you have. <laughs> I bet you have. Over the years, started to like gauge people's storytelling ability. It's just like, unless that character is pertinent to the story, it just, I don't know. I hope you don't hate my storytelling. No skills. No. Okay. Good. Because I'm also a dungeon master, so I would feel really, really sad if I had bad storytelling <laughs> skills from Matt. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> no, no, not the case at all. Not the case at all. And even, like, that's my personal opinion. There's, I'm okay. sure there are plenty of people that are super engaged in those stories. They're like, fuck yeah, Bob, get it. They're cheering for Bob. They're cheering for Bob. Or like, holy fuck, Bob's an idiot. Why the fuck did he do that? Mm-hmm. Bob from high school. Yeah. Bob what from- the fuck? <laughs> so Who invited I, that guy? I don't know. I think Bob just invited himself. Like he's just that kind of dude. That guy. Just always showing up unwanted. Yeah. But once he's there, he's, he's pretty chill. Like it's, it's always like, why did we not invite Bob? And then you know, gets a couple more drinks in him. And it's like, oh man, that guy's an asshole. That's why we didn't invite Bob. <laughs> I don't know oh, where I'm going with this. I'm just fucking. We're running with it. Just running with the bit. Just running with the fucking bit. It's good. So I, I'm one thing I'm curious about, and tell me if you know you're willing to talk about this or not. Mm-hmm. So, do you ever have any fear, like tying yourself so closely with the Suicide Girls brand for like later longevity in your career? No, because I mean, I, I did alternative modeling before I was on Suicide Girls. Like I did my own thing and um, I did like art nude modeling. I did fashion stuff. I did like a little bit of runway when I had less tattoos, but I'm really short. So that didn't work out. I, I, I would do runway for like alternative designers, like latex fashion designers or like people that made like custom corsets and stuff like that. Like I was really specialized in my modeling, but um when I started with Suicide Girls, that's when everything kind of took off. Um, and so I kind of owe like a lot of my career to Suicide Girls. But it's it's not so much I'm worried about being tied to the company because I really believe in the brand and like everything about 
like that it stands for. Cause like the whole concept is redefining beauty. Um, so I, I'm very into it and it's not just, uh, it's not just a hot girl website. It's like a community, like all the girls are very tight knit. It's kind of like a sorority. Like I wasn't in a sorority in college or anything like that. Um, but it's like, they're like your people, you know, and it's such an inclusive space. So for me, it's really like a second family thing as well. So, so I don't, I don't think I'll leave unless anything, you know, catastrophic happens, but hopefully it doesn't. No, it's not a knock on a brand on the brand in any way, shape or form. It's more of a, like, I've often thought it was interesting for people that like closely associated their image, their brand with a brand that they don't control. Like, Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. So it's just like, you know, I had a friend who got into the adult entertainment business and took her partner at the time's stage last name. Oh, all right. And it's like, yeah, you two are in love right now, but. But when you split up, like, well, you'll still have that. And I guess, like, honestly, if I if I ever left Suicide Girls and I didn't want to do Suicide Girls anymore, if I ever wanted to change my my stage name from Penny Suicide, I would probably just change it back to what it was before because it was Penny Dreadful before it was Penny Suicide. So that was when I was just doing more specific, like, gothic modeling. And I had dreadlocks at the time. So it made sense. It does. It does. No, it was just something I was purely curious about. Like, it's not a, not, as I said, not a knock on Suicide Girls in any way, shape, or form. Oh, like, yeah, no, I don't take it that way at all. It, not offended. It's just, you know, it's like, it's a brand you don't control, so it's... Mm-hmm. I control a very small fraction of it now. I'm sorry, please don't crush me with your empire. I'm... <laughs> God, I'm gonna slap you so hard. Next time I see you in person, you're getting it right on that cute fucking face of yours. Oh my gosh! You heard it here first, folks. Penny is going to commit assault in LA. Yeah, I will. <laughs> <She's> like, <laughs> yep, yep, officer. Totally admitted to doing it. I'd do it again. And then I would show them a clip of your podcast of like what inspired this, and they'd be like, "Yeah, you deserved it." <laughs> Yeah, Actually so. LAPD no, I, would probably agree with you. What would you brand the Suicide Girls, like, private jet? Because, like, what, uh, Hefner's plane was the Big Bunny? The Big Bunny. For Playboy? Mm. So, what would you brand the Suicide Girls jet? I don't know. That's that's a good question. Because while our logo is, like, the girl, uh, like so I guess it would have to be something. Like, I don't know, I'd probably call it the... USS tits and ass or something like <laughs> I don't know. I, I'd love or, to hear the pilot call that into a tower. The USS tits and ass is uh, approaching runway one. Are we cleared to land? Yes. Mm-hmm. Or we could just call it like something about e-girls. Like <laughs> we have an e-girl incoming. Like ah. Uh... Are the tits and ass cleared for takeoff? Mm-hmm. These are the vital questions that we need answered. Well, yeah, definitely. Every every mogul should know what they want to call their plane and their yacht. Come on. Yes, definitely. Penny, what would you call what would you call your yacht? The yacht. Hmm. Tits and ass over here. I would call it like the tattoo that you got covered up. <laughs> <laughs> the tattoo cover up. <laughs> 
because a lot of the girls on the site get cover ups. Like they start with some and then they get older and they're like, oh shit, I'm going to cover this up. Like, and not have like my stick and poke anymore or like my shitty basement tattoo. Like, <laughs> as they become more refined slowly over time. Do you have any cover ups? Oh yeah, I do definitely. This like this whole sleeve, like my one my one main sleeve over here. I've done it three times, three times over. Why? I just kept changing my mind. Like so, in the beginning, like I had on my hand before I like blacked it out. Like it's all blacked out now. But before it was, I I was in like yoga teacher training when I was younger. So I got like an Om symbol tattooed there, and to white people, it looks like a thirty five. So people would be like, what does the 35 mean? Are you in a gang? Like everything, everyone thought it was a gang thing or some like criminal thing. I got so sick of people coming up to me and asking me, what does 35 mean? Like, what's the significance of 35? I'm like, oh my God, it's an ohm symbol. It's the sound of the universe. You fucking like ignorant slut. Like, (laughs) so I was like, after a while I got really sick of that. So I was like, we're going to cover this up. So then I turned it into like, kind of like a, it looks almost like a, like a kind of like a jewel. Like it looked like a permanent piece of jewelry. Like I, I just turned it into like kind of like an embellishment thing. So it looked like I had like kind of like, uh, like an amulet or like a stone of like power on the middle of your hand. Yeah. You know, like some fucking, uh, what is the infinity gauntlet or something? It was kind of like that. Yeah. For taking over the world. Um, so then I had that for a while and then uh people started doing like the blackout tattoos and I was like actually I was like maybe I should just black it out like that might be that might make more sense because then I was getting more and more tattooed and I had also switched to uh tattooed artists at that point so I was like maybe I should black out the sleeve and then keep the rest of my tattoos like all done by my artist that lives in Australia who's like my main tattoo artist now so I was like yeah it's time so then I blacked out from like my elbow down essentially so you should have the third time. Should have kept the thirty-five, and whenever dumb people ask you about it, be like, "That's how many times I fucked your dad before I was done with him." <laughs> oh my god! Right? Yeah, <laughs> that would have been pretty epic. I don't know if I have like enough street cred to pull that off, but yeah, yeah. Would you, would you say that to someone? What are they going to do? Be like, what? <laughs> like no one's expecting <laughs> you to just come back at them with that shit. No, nobody would expect me to say that. No, I don't think so. But especially if you just had it in the chamber, no hesitation. Yeah, right? If I just can fire it off, just like how you fired it off, yes. Like, I need to take classes from you. Come back, come back, come back class with Matt Slayer. Hey, if uh, if you're paying, I'll sell. (laughs) I'm a cheap horse. um. (laughs) This is true. This is true. Honey's met me once in person. She's like, yep, yep, yep. Definitely a cheap whore. Yeah. Penny, Penny took me out for dinner. I was just like, oh, okay. I I, I wasn't planning to split. Uh. <laughs> you literally, yeah, you didn't spill your drink at dinner, but <laughs> but I like the theatrics. Yes. Yeah, no. God damn it. I did just spill my drink. <laughs> it's okay. You can make another. I, I'm pouring another right now. I'm just. Another. Trying to get liquid away from cables is more. <laughs> oh, yeah. Don't fuck up. Your system over there. That's some high tech stuff in Casa de Slayer. Barely, barely, but I think it's fine. Like, liquid did not get on any outlets or plugs, so we're good. We're safe. But yes, I am a cheap whore. (laughs) Yeah. Back to the original point. 
Yeah, yes. just, I had my legs up in the air at the restaurant and Penny's like, what are you doing? You're embarrassing me. I'm like, but you bought dinner. <laughs> like, this is what I'm supposed to do, right? Yeah. The server Ooh. came by like, what the fuck? I'm like, she bought dinner. And the server had been ignoring us up, up, up until that point. All night long, she'd ignored us. But then when Matt put his legs in the air, she was just there immediately. And that's super rude because she follows me on Instagram. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she knows who I am. You're like, I'm kind of a big deal. Hello? Oh, well, as I like to say, I'm an F-list celebrity. Thank you. F-list. Oh. <laughs> like, I have an IMDb page. I don't know. Does that make me, like, a double D celebrity? Like. <laughs> hey, that seems to be a lot more popular. <laughs> I don't want to even go to Chartable and see how your nine episodes of your podcast are outranking mine. I'm sure it's. You know, it's interesting, too, because I have so many followers, but then when I see how many people listen to my podcast, I get really sad because it's not, like, it's statistically not near the amount of people that follow me. But no, I mean, it's nice sometimes. And with mine, like, I don't even do video on mine. It's just audio, just talking, because I don't want people to be distracted. So I'm like, no. I'm like, you don't get to see this. It's not about this right now. It's about the conversation. But they get to see on mine if they pay 99 cents an episode. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> this is how we're, we're doing it. Shell it out, you guys. Or you can listen for free and just hear the conversation. But, you know, Penny's a lot easier on the eyes than, you know, just hearing her. <laughs> Thank you. I like to think it's a whole experience. It's a whole experience. I mean, I wouldn't just put my legs in the air. I would put my legs in the air for anyone. <laughs> yeah, you would. I was going to say, uh, hello. I was trying to make you feel special, Penny. I was trying to make you feel special. Hey, I know the game. You don't need to make me feel special. <laughs> but that's part of my charm. Oh, is it? I don't know. Um, is it really? Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> You're not saying it convincingly. <laughs> I was supposed to say it convincingly? <laughs> oh, um, well, um, I'm going to take another drink now and think about that. Yeah, just let it simmer for a second. Marinate on that. Yes, we will do that. <laughs> Pardon my charm, damn it. Damn it. Okay. Okay. You're charming. You're charming. <laughs> and I didn't even have to buy her dinner to say that. Ha ha. <laughs> uh, so, where all are you traveling to when it's safe to do so in the near future? Um, I'm going to, I'll be back in LA in the beginning of May, actually. I have to come back and get my Botox done in Pasadena. Uh, I see a really nice lady there, so I have to go get my face frozen in place. So I stay in an immortal, attractive vampire forever. Um, that's part of my plan. So I have to come back in the beginning of May. And uh, Mr. Aces will probably be, be then uh, coming there, too, because he wants to go get Botox with me. Ooh, so, are you supposed to so, out him on that? Are you supposed to out him on that? Mm. He's fine. I don't think he would care. Like, he's so into his man routine of his face, and he, like, openly posts about that. I think he doesn't. He probably doesn't mind. No, no, it's um, fine. I'm just being silly. And I will give you the honor of buying me dinner again if you want. Yeah, definitely. If he'll come out, if we can get you to come out, definitely. Oh, but by May, I'll be fully vaccinated, so. Oh, perfect. Yay! Amazing. I'll be back to having like sex with strangers in bathrooms in no time. Fabulous. That's what I like to hear. Me know? too. 
reach for the stars. <laughs> uh, just, um, no, just for, you know, like the handle above the toilet, but you know, that's all oh, I need to reach for. Ooh, <laughs> the visuals though. Um, what? The, wait. Somebody's into it. Yeah. Oh yeah. There's definitely, there's somebody who's into everything. There's somebody who's into like ceiling fans, like, you know, there's there's something for everybody. Yeah, I'm not but, here to kink shame on it. Especially people, I'm definitely not here to kink shame people that want to have sex with me in a bathroom. Like, definitely right? not kink shaming them. Like, definitely not. Yeah, <laughs> but but LA is um, on the list. So LA in May, and then uh, Mark's gonna come here in May. So Mark's nice. gonna visit me here because we have some shoots lined up here um, with photographers that want to work with with us as like to do couples photos um, here. So we'll do some of those. Uh, And then in June, we're going to go to him and I are going to go to Portland to go shoot with our friend Corin Prescott, who does really, really lovely art nude photography and videography. Um, And he works with a ton of people that we both probably know. He works a lot of adult entertainers as well. So um, we're going to go to Portland and do that. And then I'm going to shoot some girls for Suicide Girls there because Portland has lots of hot tattooed babes. They um, do? I never knew. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, so that'll be really fun. Um, and then eventually I will go to Vegas uh, soon too, probably after after I get my Botox done. So I'll go to Vegas because um, I'm going to work with Xander as well. Awesome. So that'll be fun. Awesome. Yeah. Well, and also, like, Vegas won't let you in unless you have a little bit of Botox. Like, you just can't enter the city limits. Like, you're a yeah. model trying to enter Vegas? We're checking for Botox. Like, nope, no yeah. Botox. Get out. Out. We don't want you. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, those are, like, my most recent things coming up. So, L.A., Vegas, Portland. Like, that's kind of my usual circuit, though. I, and I sometimes go to Chicago, but in, if I'm in the U.S., I'm really only going to those cities for the most part. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I don't, I don't have any international things planned because of you know the world and stuff like that. But I had gone to Mexico and that was really fun. So no, I'm jealous of you guys on that one. Like that looked yeah. like a fun trip. It was beautiful. It was so nice. I would love, I would love to go back to Australia and finish more of my tattoos. But they're super not letting anybody in. Like, and they should. I mean, they shouldn't. They're an island, so they can literally like handle their shit. Like, well, they're super not fucking around. Like, no, I have they're a, not fucking around. I have a friend who lives in Perth, and she's just like, my mother's coming from New Zealand, which also has no cases, but mm-hmm. she has to quarantine for two weeks when she gets there. And if they see her, like, go out to a trash can, it's a fine and an arrest. Yeah, it's like literally like hardcore shit. But like their numbers are at like like nothing. Like they're doing so good. Like, oh, yeah. and a lot of my, a lot of my friends in Australia, they're like actually allowed to like all hang out again now and stuff and like go out and like things are pretty like getting more back to normal for them there. But then nobody's going to come in obviously and fuck that up by, you know, bringing in mutations or variations and yeah. Oh yeah. No, it's, it's crazy. Like the city of Perth, like a month or two back, like one security guard who was working in the hotel where people were quarantining got sick the city shut down for six days for one case yeah bet. and like the government website posted where he was like like contact traced everywhere he was before he was diagnosed to let people wow. know that we're in those areas to go get tested like could you imagine if the states like tried to shut oh, down yeah, over no, one they, fucking case they would not they like that would never fly here that's so crazy but yeah. i mean it's good for them though because they like squashed it so, yeah, instead of our 
fucking irresponsible asses were just like, our freedoms! <laughs> our freedoms! <laughs> How yeah. dare you make me stay at home to keep society safe? My freedoms! My freedoms! I need to go to Miami. <laughs> like... I need a haircut. Come on. Like, I need a fucking haircut. Really? Someone potentially dying is more important than your fucking haircut? But I mean this hair, though. No, I'm joking. <laughs> I know, I know. It's... I can cut my own hair if I need to. I have skills. I mean, I have been the whole pandemic, so... Yeah. That's why it's in a hat. Well, and that's also why I've shaved my head bald a couple times in the last year. It's just like, uh, I don't really know what I'm doing here. Just fucking. Yeah, like, but you put the little thing on and you can just bzz, 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 and just do it. Yep, yep, exactly. And that's, the, and that's the thing for guys is it's like, it can be that easy. Like, if only it could be that easy. Like, <laughs> well, I mean, it could be that easy for you. You just have to buy wigs. Or just uh, rock. Or just no. rock, you know, the Chanel Connor look. I mean, you can do it. Nothing's stopping Oh, you. my God. That would be so crazy. I would never want to shave my head. I love having, like, hair. I've thought about maybe having a mohawk at some point in time. But, like, even then, I don't know if I could pull off a whole-ass mohawk. I mean, it's hair. It grows back. Do it. <laughs> What's the worst that can happen? Like, you have I've, to... like, had these, I've had these bangs all my entire life. So, like, I Well, then it definitely is time for a change. No! Do it! Come on! <laughs> Hey, it'll grow back. Like, and if it's a disaster, just stay behind the camera for a little while. Like, oh. it'll grow back. If it's I a disaster, mean, I doubt it will hot, be. I do- Matt, I'm in my hot years right now. I have a, okay, I don't know if you know this about people in the adult industry, but they do have a shelf life. Oh, my God, they do? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God, I had no clue. It's the first so, time ever hearing of it. So, this is, like, the time where I have to stay in front of the camera. Like... You could take fucking six months off if you had to. Or you stuff your mohawk in a wig. Like, oh my God. But that's the thing about wigs. Like, girls wear wigs and they think that, like, oh, nobody's going to be able to tell I'm wearing a wig. It's a really nice wig. Everybody can fucking tell. Well, you're no, no, no. That's a wig. why you do wild wigs. Like, just like crazy colors and shit like that. That's obviously a wig. <laughs> like, you do some crazy princess blue, like, with fucking way crazy what? curls and shit. Like, that's obviously a wig. Because you're oh my God. hiding the mohawk. Like, if you're trying to deceive people think, with your wig, that's one thing. If you're like, it's obviously a wig, people will be like, that's cool. That's obviously a wig. That's cool. I'm into it. Uh. <laughs> yeah, and then here I'm being hypercritical about the wigs, but there is no man ever that probably gives a shit about whether a girl's wearing a wig or not. Like, I, that's just me being, like, a hypercritical of myself person. Like, I mean, it depends on the wig. Definitely depends on the wig. <laughs> He's like, actually, I've had a few boners ruined over wigs. Like... No, I have tastes. I mean, yes, of like, I can see the tag hanging off of it. I'm not into it. Everybody, he's a cheap whore and a discerning gentleman at the same time. Well, I mean, if I'm gonna lo- if I'm gonna love myself, like, yes, then I'm discerning. If I'm giving it up to other people, I'm cheap. Oh my god, that's so funny! But I love that you have the self respect. Like, bless. <laughs> right, like I, I have self respect when it comes to me. Matt, Matt loves himself. Mm-hmm. No one's gonna love me like I love me. <laughs> Isn't that the truth? Hey, oh my god! Nobody knows how I like it like I know how I like it. Yeah. Isn't that amazing? And more people should admit it. I mean, it's like everyone masturbates. 
It's true. And if you it's don't, true. you're living a poor life. Yeah, right. And also there's like less um there's like less stress, I feel like. So like a lot of the times, like everybody thinks like because I'm a hot girl, I must have sex constantly and have like a line of dudes revolving, but I don't like at all. It's actually very much the opposite, where like a lot of the times I'm only having sex if I'm um like performing for my OnlyFans. Like that's like when it lines up to work out with my really busy schedule. So actually like masturbating is like a way less stressful thing because actually dating and actually interacting with people and sifting through people to even get them to the point where they would be sleeping with me is like a whole exhausting process. And I end up very disappointed most of the time. So like a lot of the times I'm like, well, I would rather, you know, just take care of myself. Like, right. And then there's never the like, you're still here. Yeah, there's never like, oh, like really, like what now? What like it doesn't get it doesn't get weird between me and myself. Like all the risks are like eliminated. Like essentially, like there's no guessing game. There's no oh, am I gonna get laid tonight? Like <laughs> it's just, do I feel like it? Yes or no? Like yeah, yeah. I mean, the only disappointment with myself is occasionally it's like, oh my god, did I injure my wrist? <laughs> like I'm I'm getting old, man. Like oh. The well, carpal tunnel sets in. Right. No. Uh, I'm going to blow out my arm. Fuck. Jeez. Jeez. Yeah. Next time I see you, you have like a sling. I'm like, I know how that happened. Yep. 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 He likes it rough. <laughs> Talking about himself. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I'm a gentle lover with others. Maybe just beat the shit out of myself. <laughs> oh, my God. It's so funny. Like, you know, uh, I know I, I'm treating myself right when my abs are on fire and my arms aching. As, yeah. like, the male audience who came to tune in for you is just like, okay, I'm so out now. I'm so fucking out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I am, like, constantly perplexed, though, because, like, for me, it's so easy. If I'm just, like, hanging out with myself, it would take me ma- maybe maximum, like, a minute to a minute and a half, and it can, like, occur, like super fast but then sometimes like if i'm like with a gentleman sometimes it doesn't happen at all and i'm like i can do this to me in like two seconds like why can you not like well that's what you get for hanging out with gentlemen (laughs) well they're not all gentlemen a lot of them are band dudes (laughs) you're just trying to protect the guilty i get it i get it yeah i'm I'm doing a blanket statement uh to be nice but So, yeah, but so a lot of the times I'm like perplexed because I'm like some it's that's the weird thing about sex with people is like sometimes you can like be with somebody and they can get you off like instantly. And you're like, okay, I like this. My body likes this. Like everything about this likes this. And then other times you're like, wow, it's been like a long time and I have still not even like enjoyed myself. Like what is going on? Like it's just like the stars don't align for whatever reason. I mean, it's psychological and like it's it's. It's a weird situation because there's plenty of times where it's like, you know, I'm inside someone and I'm like, oh, that feels amazing. That feels amazing. And then she shifts a little to, you know, have it feel better for her. And it's like, nope, I'm, I'm, I'm not losing it, but I'm not like, you know, I'm not reaching climax as quickly because like, right. Just, you know, slot A, tab B just isn't lining up quite right. And it's like, it's a little, you know, a little give and take. And that's why like, very rarely are like one night stands like the best sex in the world. Like it's never like, 
Yeah, right? It's like sometimes you have to do it a couple times over and figure out the other person a bit, and then it gets better. Right. Like, usually, I feel like it can improve from there. Right. And, like, it's probably natural, like, especially if it's someone you're actually into and not, like, just some drunk hookup. But, like, you may be a little nervous. You may be a little in your own fucking head. Not that you could ever fucking display that. You can't display that vulnerability on a first date. Otherwise, your other partners will be like, why is this dude nervous? Like, what the fuck's going on here? Like, it's such a weird, like, human sexual interaction is such a weird interaction because it's like, well, I want to be vulnerable with you, but I can't be vulnerable with you too soon because then you'll be weirded out because I'm vulnerable. But Yeah, 100%. And I feel like I always, even like, and, the, and it's so like discouraging for me personally to try to date really at all because I always have very weird and disappointing like interactions with people. Like I, like when I was much younger, I accidentally like dated two guys who were virgins back to back, but they didn't tell me they were virgins until like it happened but like after it happened and I was like no really like uh, I did not mean to do that like if you had told me beforehand I certainly would not have participated in this like I would have been like Mm-mm. like no you gotta find someone else to do that for you <laughs> how much money do you think those guys have spent on your OnlyFans I don't you know a lot of it's weird but there are a few people that I have in the past had sexual encounters with that subscribed to my only fans and buy my content. It's, it's only a little strange. Like <laughs> I'm like, okay, like, all right. Yeah. Or people that I know in real life, like um, not even like, I, cause I don't mind if my friends, like people that I know that are my friends, I don't care if they want to, you know, subscribe and watch my porn or whatever. Um, I don't give my porn out to people for free. They have to buy it. So it's, whatever uh but it's it's fine for my friends it's like yeah those are my friends like that's actually less weird than like the guy who i used to work at best buy with when i was like 16 you know that's where it's a little bit weirder <laughs> like i'm like ooh, okay buddy all right and then he's like remember he's in my dms remember me like i do what's up i do i was, I was staring at me through, you were staring at me through my polo weirdo <laughs> Yeah, exactly. That kind of thing. But, you know, it comes with the territory. It does. Well, a lot of smaller creators, a lot of their fan base are people that know them in real life. Yeah, a lot of them are. It's wild. With the OnlyFans revolution, like, how many people that were in service industry shit like that, they're like, I'm going to start OnlyFans because the restaurants aren't open. I got to make a fucking living. And it's just like, they're Facebook friends that are like, I'm fapping to you now. Oh, yeah, they definitely are. What a time to be alive, right? Yeah, I don't know. What a time to be alive. It's weird, like, because my personal porn viewing habits, like, I don't want to watch porn with anyone I'm friends with in it unless I've actually had sex with them. Mm -hmm. That's just my rule of thumb. Okay, interesting. I don't know. I just don't want to just watch my friends fuck. Like, <laughs> yeah, right. Like, if I've had sex with them, it's like, well, I'm kind of, you know, reliving a fantasy, like a memory here, but yeah, yeah, like this is a stroll down memory lane, right? Like. <laughs> but it's just like, I don't know, it's just where I'm at. I'm not judging anybody who's jerking off to their friends, like, it's just for me. So, like, the idea of like, oh, that hot waitress that I'm friends with, like, starting OnlyFans, I'm gonna buy her content now, is like, nah, that's just not appealing to me, but yeah. It, really anything about porn because i never really watched porn like and i to this day like i don't like actively watch porn like i just either if i really want to have 
sex, I go find someone to have sex with, or I take care of myself. But if I do take care of myself, I just pull from like, I've got like probably like a reel of like my top 10 favorites that like is just up in here. You know, I just, you know, reference that, like use my imagination, that kind of thing. Like good on you. you I don't know. That's how I do it. Uh, but I, but I don't really watch, actually watch porn. So that's why I think it's so funny that like I make porn, but I don't like consume it. But sometimes I do watch my own porn. Like, cause that I'm like, okay, yeah. Like this is, this is like, that was a good time, you know, and that jogs the memory a little bit. Um, and I was talking to Aaron about this, actually, um, small hands. He, I had him on my, on my podcast a little bit ago. Um, and he was like, I don't watch my own porn. He's like, I think it's weird. And I was like, I love watching myself. Fuck. I'm like, does that make me narcissistic? Like maybe, I don't know. <laughs> He's like, I'm happy that you can enjoy that for you. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> Right. I mean, that's, that's awesome for you that if you're into that, but like, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I've also never been filmed having sex. I couldn't imagine like wanting to watch myself fuck. It's more like, it's not like I'm sitting there watching myself and being like, oh yeah, I'm so hot. It's like, yeah, that situation was great. Like, I don't know. But the, the big difference between you and small hands is you are working with partners you exclusively picked. Like, since mm-hmm. you're not working for a major studio. Yeah. Versus small hands is working with whoever he's booked with. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Cause it's usually like, I'm only, yeah, I choose just very small select people that I'm actually either friends with or like know personally. Right. So like, there's or some, attracted to. right. There's an intimate connection there where versus like as male talent, like you show up to fuck who they tell you to show up to fuck. <laughs> See, that's wild to me. Like, I don't know if I could do that. Just like, Oh, fuck a stranger? Like, I, I mean, I can definitely fuck strangers, but I gotta fuck strangers I'm attracted to, and not with, like, some dude who looks like me leaning over me with a camera. With a camera, right? Yeah. Like, <laughs> that's why, you know, I'm 11 years in at this point, and, like, never wanted to be male talent. Like, never. Never. <laughs> You're like, I wouldn't wish that. Mm-mm. No, it's not... It's not an easy job. Like, every dude who's, like, sliding into someone's doom, like, how are you going to porn? Oh, my God. Every dude's like, I would be really good at making the porns. Like, I can do it with my dick. I'm like, but if there was actual pressure for you to get a boner on camera and, like, the world is depending on you in this moment to get a boner and, like, to completion, there are very few dudes that can do that. Well, and especially with... Super few. Especially with a partner you may not be attracted to, surrounded by... A whole bunch of crew that just wants to go home. Right. <laughs> and if you're, like, delaying the show, then that's going to put even more psychological stress and right. pressure on you. I can only imagine as a guy. I mean, girls, you can kind of be like, okay, I'm ready to go whenever. Like, just put it in there. But Yeah, give me some <laughs> give me some lube if I'm not super feeling this. And, like, we can... Yeah, and, we'll, and we're just going to pretend and I'm just going to, like, really, like, sell it. Like, I'll just sell it, you know? Right. But, but, yeah, but guys... for guys, you, you cannot fake it. <laughs> And then I was talking to small hands and I said, do wait, do they have like stunt? Can you ever have like a stunt double? And then I was like, Oh wait, that's a stupid thing for me to say. Cause like dicks don't really look the same. Like it's hard to find like two dicks that look exactly the same. Like, well, unless and you... the person has tattoos and like their body hair would be different. I'm like, that's like probably too difficult. Well, I mean, if you use the same stunt cock for every time you performed, maybe. Yeah. Like if you had one who actually matched you perfectly. Well, no, 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 like, Cause if like, say I was, you know, doing the acting and like, I put someone else in who has essentially my build to do the fucking, 
and never showed my face, you'd know, know what my actual cock looks like. So there's no comparison. Yeah, exactly. But like, so you'd you have to use the same sun cock every fucking time. Right. Yeah. But I, and I like, I was like asking him that and then I felt like instantly stupid. Cause I was like, no, it's not like just, it's like, they are not going to look exactly the same. Probably like, <laughs> yeah, you'd have to start your career like that. And then who's going to book you? Wait a minute. I got to hire no two way. guys for the, the price of one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, you uh, you better be Tommy pistol level. Good at acting to have someone else step in and do the cock work <laughs> for you all the time. Tommy is so funny. He's so funny. There's a reason he's one best actor, like multiple fucking times. Tommy's great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Reminds me. I got to text him and be like, yo, when are you coming to do the show, Tommy? Yeah. Mr. Too Good for the Show. <laughs> Mr. I have real life responsibilities. I can't do, come get drunk with you, Matt. Oh. What's that like? I don't know. I don't, I'm drinking. <laughs> He's like, I'm here. I'm partying. I'm here. I'm doing, I'm doing my job. I'm doing my job right now. I'm at and work. It's a, and it's actually super hard to find guys that A, are comfortable being filmed, and like B, could be filmed, and then actually like do it. Like... It's so hard. It's so ridiculously hard. Like, I struggled for a very long time because I had my fans were like, oh, we want to see not just solo content because I only started doing solo content first. They were like, we want to see you with a guy. And I was like, well, like, you actually don't understand how hard it is to find a guy who would like to be filmed, who then can actually do it, like, on command. It's pretty difficult really and then i'm like i have to find somebody who looks a certain way that i want to have you know sex with on camera live on the internet for the rest of my life so i don't want to fuck just anybody because that's going to be on there forever you know it's like there's this whole thing for at least for me it wasn't just like i show up and i'm just doing it you know what i mean and then it's like i want to like the person i want i want him to at least be my friend like (laughs) Because I don't want to have to pretend the whole time that I'm just, like, into it if I'm not into it. Like, that's the nice thing about OnlyFans, though, is that I really, I call it the farm-to-table porn. It's the, you know, for the for the, the ethical and experienced, like, porn consumer, possibly. I don't know. I'm trying to, like, equate this to, like, so a dining experience. Did you, uh, did you trademark farm-to-table porn? Because otherwise I have uh, some filing i got to do real quick. <laughs> That's a good. Yeah. That's a good fucking name. It is, yeah, yeah. So that's that's like that's the kind of content that I like to make, like personally, as a as a creator, as a performer. Like I want it to be genuine. I want it to be real. I want it to be like me actually enjoying myself and the experience. And I don't like any of it to be fake. Like I don't like weird scripts or goofy things. Like I don't like that. Like. <laughs> What's wrong with goofy things? What's wrong with goofy things? What's wrong? I don't I don't want to have to be in like a Power Rangers outfit and like, you know, do like a weird porn parody thing. Like that's not actually like what I would like to do. I'm like Oh, just... you're missing out. You're absolutely missing out. <laughs> well, okay, maybe in the future I'll try it one time just to see how it goes cuz I haven't really tried it. So you're right. Maybe we shouldn't knock it until Well, I especially try if it. you have complete creative control over it, why not? <laughs> I just feel like I don't want to say anything like silly, like. Oh, because yeah, Penny must be serious at all times. Well, not serious, but just you know, me like. <laughs> what you can't be multifaceted and be funny and have fun? Like, 
what, sexy girls can't be funny? No, you go do some goofy shit. Come on. Okay, I did want to make, um, like, I did... I did want to make, uh, well, no, I can't, I actually can't say, so, uh, I haven't made it yet, but I really want to make like RPG porn. Like I have, I got a dildo for Valentine's day. That's like a sword handle. And then you can like clip on different dildos. So it's like a dildo sword. And I really did want to make some D and D porn. Like oh, where... come on. with the sword dildo, you got to you know do the sword in the stone with your vagina. Like only, yeah, only my true love or like only the King of England can remove this from my vagina. I don't know. Yeah. Well, I was like, I was going to make a whole, like, almost like make a module out of it because like I'm a dungeon master. So I wanted to like make a whole thing for like the nerdy dudes where like they would have to like roll, like to see if they could like break my armor class to like have me like use the sword on me and stuff. So it'd be like a, okay, like I'm here. You have to roll. Would you roll? If you didn't roll this or higher, then you have to go to to this next clip. So it's like, they kind of have to follow through. It's it's an old choose your own adventure. Yeah, like I wanted it, to, but I wanted it to be like an RPG experience, like like a sexy like D and D RPG. Oh no, experience. I, I'm already seeing it. Like you do the opening scene of like you standing sitting behind a table with some friends, like have the dungeon master screen up. <laughs> you, you know, you roll some dice, you fucking crossfade into like the actual scene as you were describing it, mm-hmm. and then you go from there with like, and then what you could do, oh. I mean, yeah, and so it's, like, if they don't roll high enough, like, if they don't, like, break my armor class for me to actually, like, use the dildo and penetrate me, then maybe the next video is just, like, oh, you're just going to have me, like, oiling my tits up instead and teasing you and telling, you know, telling you, like, that you're a little bitch and you didn't break my armor class so you don't get to watch me fuck myself. Like, yeah? I mean, you could do that. I also have a vision of, like, you just having it all mapped out where, like, instead of, you know, the dudes rolling and seeing where it goes, it's, like, you actually like use a dice graphic across the screen while you're like on the bed and like, oh, crit, crit, crit. Yeah, crit. yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, it's a natural twenty. Like, and then I'm just like squirting. Yeah. Like, <laughs> but like to actually like just superimpose the die as it comes across the screen while you're there in bed. Oh, there you go. That, okay. See, this is why I need people like you <laughs> to like ping pong these ideas. We gotta like bounce these ideas. <laughs> I'm I'm here for it. I'm 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 absolutely here for it. Yeah, exactly. This is important. We're doing important things for the internet. Right? Just like full on roll for your fucking crit pornography. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, it reminds me of like uh try I think it was called Dream Quest. Like in the nineties, Jenna Jameson did like a D and D like inspired kind of kind of um it was like, you know, not D&D, but like she teleported from the real world into this fantasy world where it was, you know, medieval based and there's creatures and shit. Oh, my God. I have to, like, find this and watch it. I, like, maybe I, I'll be inspired. I want to say it was called uh, Dream Quest. I want to, okay. like, I have Google. Why am I not just <laughs> answering this for me in the audience? Like, we have Google. This is the technology. We're in the future. Right. I remember very distinctly because there's this scene where she uh, has sex in a stable. Oh, okay. Yes, it is from 2000. It is with Jenna Jameson, Asia Carrera, Brad Armstrong, Jessica Drake. Dream Quest. Yep. I know what I'm doing later. Oh, there's an IMDb entry, entry for it. Oh, no no synapses on it. <laughs> my, my Saturday night's spoken for. 
<laughs> Get it, girl. Get it. But yeah, like that is that is honestly, I was talking to somebody about this recently. Where like that is one of the big drawbacks of the modern era of pornography is like there's no money in making big budget productions like that anymore. Oh no, definitely not. Like every everybody can do it now, and everybody has an iPhone that has like a 4K fucking thing on it. Like you don't even need to have like a nice like setup. Well, and no one's consuming pornography as full movies anymore. Like, no. they're watching the clip they want to watch. They're going to get their nut and go. Because, mm-hmm. you know, two, 20 years ago, 21 years ago, fuck. <laughs> um, you know, you had to buy a fucking physical DVD and no one, yeah, for the most part, right? you're not going to pay the premiums on a physical DVD that's just like a handful of fucking scenes with like minimal production value. Oh my God. I used to work at a video store. It was my first job ever, like a video rental store. Um, so kids was, back, back in the day, back in the yeah, day, kids, a video rental store. And, it, and we had, it was right when they transitioned from VHS to DVD. So we, we still had like all the VHS out where people could rent the VHS, but then we also had like DVDs on like the outer wall. So it's like the new stuff was on the outside of the store and the old stuff was in the center. But then we had a tiny little back room area where they sold like girls gone wild videos. And I think it was like the best of like Pamela Anderson or like Jonah and Jameson, but it was like, the not like really hardcore porn. It was like weird, like kind of like, I think it was all like softcore compilations, but I remember like being like 16 and having to like rent these to dudes like would come up. And then we had the, we had actual um, DVDs behind the counter. So they would bring us the box art and they'd hand us the box art and then we'd have to get the DVD and put it in and give them back to them. So people didn't just steal them or whatever off the shelves. Um, And it was always like dads. It was always dads. And they would, what they would do that was so horrible was they would take like a a movie for their kids. So you'd get like Alvin and the Chipmunks and then you'd get like Girls Gone Wild, like volume 119. And then you'd get like another fucking kids movie and they would make a sandwich like to hide the fact that they had like porn in the middle. They would like always make a sandwich and give it to you. And I would just be like, okay and i'd be like have a nice night sir (laughs) so i gotta know i gotta know saloon doors or beads huh saloon doors or beads it was like um i feel like it was almost like when you go into a car wash like rubber those rubber strip things so almost the beads almost the beads because almost almost the beads almost every adult section is like either you're going through fucking saloon doors or you're going through like a beaded (laughs) curtain no, it was like rubber, like rubber, like slats or whatever on like a strip thing. So you're like, like going into like the freezer in a fucking supermarket? like <laughs> Yeah, yeah, like that. Or like you're a car and you're like going in there, except you're getting dirty and you're not getting clean. Like, <laughs> for sure. But and the- we only had, we only had one shelf in there. There was one shelf in this little tiny back area. And I'm like, they had maybe one of 10 things to choose from, but they were almost always rented out like all the time. And then you'd have like, sometimes they'd come up and it's like, you know, when you go to like the library and they're like, do you know when this is going to be checked back in? Like they would come up and they'd be like, do, do you know when, when the best of Jenna Jameson is going to be back in? <laughs> and I'm like, no, <laughs> like apparently whoever had it is enjoying it and they're paying the late fee on it and they don't care because their wife is probably a bitch. Like, <laughs> or out of town or who knows or whatever like i don't know <laughs> so kids these days like 
I haven't thought about that in a long time about like going into like physically buying pornography. All right. Like, you know, young dudes these days will never get to experience that of like the kind of shame terror of rolling into your local video store. Cause like the national chains didn't have adult sections. Mm-mm. So it's always like your mom and pop store where like, if you rent there often, they know who you are. Like, yeah, 100%. Blockbuster never remembered your fucking name. No. But if you roll into your, your local mom and pop video store, they're like, sup, yeah. Matt? How you doing? That's, that's one of the ones that I worked at, exactly. Mm-hmm. Young dudes will never get to experience, like, the terror of, like, looking at a movie that's near the near the door, near the beads. Like, just like, yeah, yeah, and then, like, darting in when no one's looking. <laughs> yeah, when I was 18, like, being open about sexuality and shit, like, that shit was embarrassing. Like, admitting you were masturbating, that shit was embarrassing. Yeah, you'd, like, die. Like, you'd just be, like, so embarrassed. Well, yeah, like, I mean, especially, like, the 90s, like, the 90s, early 2000s, like, the fucking toxic masculinity of, like, oh, you jerk off, that means you can't get pussy. Yeah, right? <laughs> so, you, yeah, you subtly dart in, you make your selection quickly, heaven forbid someone else is in there with you. Like, there's nothing more awkward than, like, uh, hey, dude, hey. How's it going? Uh, <laughs> it's always so awkward because you're, like, like, I know what you're doing later. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, you're, like, that's why it's always just, like, have a good night. Like, what else am I supposed to say? Like, so awkward. And I'm, like, not 18 yet, like, when I work at this video store. So I have, like, you know, fucking dudes coming in and buying these. And I'm, like, I feel uncomfortable, like, putting them in there or whatever. Like, you know, like, just I felt uncomfortable doing the whole transaction. But I had to be able to do it because I was working alone in there, like, the majority of the time. So it's, like, I had to – I was, like – and I asked my boss. I said, is it legal for me to, like, rent pornography to people if I'm not 18? I was, like, I don't think this is legal. Like, (laughs) Probably not. Probably not, right? Like, it didn't seem very legal when I was doing it. it it's kind of like serving alcohol in some states when you're under 21. We're like, oh, I got to yeah. go get another server to go pour this for you. Right, exactly. That's what I said. And I was like, it honestly, like, creeps me out sometimes. But, like, whatever. I guess this is part of my job. Like, right. <laughs> got to pay the bills. Yeah. That. I, I had to go to Hot Topic and buy my golf clothes. Like, they were expensive back in the day. Oh, hot topic. Oh, trip pants. Those things were like 60 bucks a pair, like in the 2000s. Fucking goth and go. <laughs> See, at least, like, I'm, 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 I feel fortunate to be from Chicago where, like, there were actually, I mean, not particularly morally great mom and pop retailers that sold that kind of stuff, but, like, we had the we had yeah, mom and pop retailers that fucking sold that kind of shit. Like Chicago had the famous the fucking alley, even though like turned okay. out the owners were pieces of shit. But that you know that store was a fucking landmark in Chicago. Like they only closed down in the last couple of years, but it was massive and just like Yeah. Any anything for like the metal goth dust rivet head like you'd want like i bought so many shirts there as a kid like right like great stuff great stuff like i don't know i like, love I, li- I like chicago i like exit and i like reggie's like yeah 
talking about some of my old haunts. Mm-hmm. I, I pretty much, like, if I had not moved to the West Coast, we'd probably be out of Barstool at exit right now. Well, not right now, but, no. <laughs> Up until the no, pandemic. Yeah. I, I was there four or five nights a week closing it. I believe it. I literally... I always, I, I always go and I invest it or I try to. Like, it's just, like, a place that I hit, you know? Well, let me know, uh, let me know next time you go down to Chicago and you're going to go down there. Like, I still know people that work there, so... Oh, my God, funny. Wow. Yeah. Because Chicago's fucking stagnant. Yes, it is. I fucking (laughs) love it, but, like, I've been gone 10 years, and I have friends that still work at the same bar I used to hang out at. Like, guys, come on. No. (laughs) I mean, like... Why would they? Why would they? It's cool that you're happy, but, like, come on. Do do something else. Like, your lifelong dream shouldn't be to work at a bar. I'm not hating on my friends, but, like, if they're happy, if they're happy, I'm happy. But uh, just pardon. That's my guy who's like sitting on his couch with a bar behind him. <laughs> like, <laughs> hey, I don't work. In, I don't work in the same bar for the last ten years. I know, I know. It's like just funny because you say that, and you have like the backdrop right behind you. Like it looks like you're in a bar right now. <laughs> As it should, a very comfortable bar with very very comfortable. But uh, that's just Chicago, unfortunately. It's just like I feel like and Minneapolis may be the same way. Like a lot of major Midwest cities are just like. People get comfortable and then they just don't do shit with themselves, except like. Well, they just never leave. Yeah. A lot of people just never leave. Like they have, they see nothing wrong with staying in the same place that they grew up in, and they don't have any desire to see what the rest of the world looks like or how uh, different cultures are or to explore anything. Like they're a lot of people are just content just to remain right where they are. So. Oh yeah, and or if they do move somewhere, like in the Midwest, they like they migrate to Chicago. And then never leave Chicago. Yeah. <laughs> because it's bigger. It's bigger. Right. It's like, oh, hey, this is the nearest big city. Like, I'm going to live here forever. It's close enough to, you know, Indianapolis, Minneapolis, Cincinnati, like, all these places that people migrate from. And it's like, it's close enough culturally to it. Like, and it's a bigger city. You know, I made it. Yeah, definitely. 100%. But I, I'm... Very much a proponent of everyone should move away from their hometown and try living somewhere else. Like, if it doesn't work out, you can go back. Yeah. I think it's nice to just experience the world. Like, if you have the means to be able to to go experience different cultures and stuff like that, it's very, like, eye-opening. gives you a lot of perspective. I, I, it makes you, makes you appreciate a lot of things, too. I, I 100% agree. And the thing about travel, like, I don't... Yes, part of it's classes to be like, yo, go see the world. Like, there are right, definitely yeah. people that are living in fucking poverty that will never get the opportunity to. But if you are not living in abject poverty, some of it is priorities. So, like, you can get on a flight to another country where your dollar will go super far for the cost of your fucking coach purse. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like, it, it's it's a matter of priorities. In Yes, there are definitely some people that will never be able to afford it, but there are definitely a lot of people that are just choosing not to. Where all have you been? Yeah, I know you've been to Mexico, but... I've been to Mexico. Um, I've been to France. I've been to the UK. Uh, I've been to Amsterdam. I've been to Belize. I've been to the Bahamas, uh, Mexico, Canada, which doesn't really count. It's like our neighbors to the north. Like, it's not... I mean, so I'm not saying Canada doesn't count, but like... Yeah. <laughs> it's just pretty much America, like with slight accents. 
especially coming from Minnesota where we already have like half of their accent anyways. So it's like, just nothing was different. Like, I'm like, okay, this is just pretty much the same thing uh, culturally. But yeah, I think that's pretty much where I've been. I like once this, oh, in Australia, I've been to Australia a few times now. Hell yeah. Where do you want to go when this is over? I want to go to Prague. Um, I want to go see the Gothic architecture that's there. That's like one of the uh, like areas that I didn't really get to. And I'm half Czech. So I'd like to go and see that too at some point to be like, oh yes, my ancestors were here. That'd be kind of neat. But mainly for the Gothic architecture. Hell yeah. That's what I'm about. And the art. I'm like, give me all the art. Yeah. So... That would be good. I was supposed to go to Portugal right before the pandemic happened. Um, so I'd like to go back or try to actually finish that trip. Like it's been postponed and rescheduled into 2022. Oh. So I'll probably get, I'll probably get to go to Portugal then hopefully when everybody gets all their stuff sorted. If it ever gets sorted, fingers crossed. It, we'll, we'll get there eventually. Hopefully by next year. Hopefully. I know. Fingers crossed. Yeah. So those are like two of the places that I would for sure like to go. And I like everything in um, South America too. Like I have, there's so many girls in Brazil. So I have to go to Brazil and shoot all the girls in Brazil because they're just like absolutely beautiful. And then I just was um, doing a virtual Zoom party with a bunch of the Colombian girls. So like I do like I host like regional Zoom parties for the suicide girls where we all get on and like hang out and socialize because we can't like have like girls nights out anymore like we used to like and it's all a big community thing for us so I host these like every couple weeks for the different countries and different regions but I just was hosting the Columbia girls on Friday and they were like so nice and they were like you have to come like ah, we treat you like princess I'm like Col- okay Columbia's like, red. Fun. Columbia's red I've been nice yeah see yeah, so I'm, I'm excited so I would, I'd go either of those right away in South America or Portugal or I guess um, Prague and like to go see Czech Republic. No, I, I want to make it to Prague at some point. Too. I want to go to Budapest too while I'm there, like that part mm-hmm. of the world. Yeah, pretty. Oh, it's pretty. I'm like, you know, I'm a good chunk Hungarian and part Czech, so it's like, you know, I want to. Yeah, just go, go experience it. Yeah. See it with your own eyeballs. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm a full on Eastern European mutt, so it might as well like see as much of Eastern Europe as I can. Exactly. But yeah, Columbia Columbia was rad, like dollar goes super far down there too. Okay, excellent. That's good to know. Yeah. Like me and my friends were doing fine dining for like twenty to forty dollars a head most nights. Yeah, that's, that's perfect. With drinks, like Yep. It, achievable. So achievable. I know. And then that's one of those trips where like I tell people like you can afford to go places like I think my flight was 500 bucks round trip. Mm-hmm. The Airbnb we had was $34 a night split three ways. Oh yeah. That's so cheap. See like, yeah. And it's like, if you go with a group of people and you're all like splitting the cost, it's like so much easier, like so much easier. Yeah. Like, and if we had just stuck to like cheaper street, like we went grocery shopping and like cooked some yeah. stuff at the Airbnb, but Airbnb, like, yeah, it's nice if you have a kitchen, mm-hmm. but even when we went out, like, 20 bucks a head for like fun, like fine dining meals, like steak dinners, fucking drinks, you know, shit like that. Like if we had stuck to like street food and like fucking lower, yeah, you know, middle of the road shit, it would have been even fucking cheaper. Like the dollar goes insanely far in some parts of the world. 
What? It does. It's like wild. Like when I go to Mexico, I'm like, this can't be this cheap. Like I feel like a criminal almost. Like I'm like stealing from these people. Like and they're probably feeling insane. like, oh, we're taking such advantage of her. She has no idea that like. Yeah, like who knows? Like I don't know. Like when I got to go and uh, we did the the zip lining and we got um, a four wheeler and we're four wheeling through the mountains and stuff like that for like the whole day. And then like we stopped and got lunch. Like they gave us lunch. We did two tequila tasting tours like where they just gave us fucking they were just handing us like as much as we wanted to try of like different tequila from different distilleries and stuff um that whole day was just a hundred dollars for two people i was like that's so fucking cheap to do like an entire excursion of like a day of like awesome activities like you kidding me like (laughs) yeah it's wild it so is like because i live in la like my bar tab for me could be a hundred dollars easily yeah, on a night out. Easily. And that's like, just drinks. Mm-hmm. You know, it's really easy to spend a couple hundred on like a decent fucking meal, like to go to a nice fucking restaurant. Yeah. So that's like, like you but it's like you could take a whole trip to a whole other country and experience like a whole other thing. Like yeah, it's, it's insane. And then, like, sometimes if you travel, too, you don't have to travel, like, super extravagantly, too. Like, when I went to Belize, I stayed in essentially, like, a slightly fancier part of a hostel. Like, but I did it for, like, I did it when I was super young. So I went, like, and did it just, like, cheap as fuck. Like, but it was still awesome. Like, it was great. Like, and I and I didn't do anything, like, crazy, really. It was, like, we did the beach and walked around and went snorkeling and the snorkeling was like so beautiful. And that was only like 10 bucks, you know, to go do that. I was like, wow, this is like lifetime. Never forget it. Like awesome. Oh yeah. And the food and the food was like super cheap and affordable. But then again, going to the grocery store, would just make our own food and stuff back at the hostel. So. <laughs> yeah. It, it's just amazing. Like when everyone, as when I was back to my original point, like, when people are like, oh, I can't afford to travel. It's like, no, no, you, in a lot of cases, are just making a choice not to travel. Yeah. Yeah. It, yes. You can't afford a fucking cruise. No, to- not always. Yeah. And, and, and it's like, if you watch airfare, too, like, if you monitor airfare and stuff, like, I always have my Google flights, like, set up to, like, tell me when things fall into certain price points. And then I can, like, sometimes plan my trips around when it just happens to be, like, not peak season. Because it's like... I don't always need to go somewhere during like peak season or whatever, if that's not important to me. Well, and in a lot of cases I would prefer not to go during peak season because I'm not going to another country to hang out with other American tourists or other fucking tourists. I want to like my way of travel is like get a hotel or an Airbnb in a neighborhood and then go into bars and be like, yo, what What should I see in your town? Yeah. Like I often have very little plans when I travel. It's just like, I'm here to experience this fucking city. Yeah, that's awesome. So, see the world, people. See the fucking world. Yeah, see the world. See the world. Go do it. Live your best life as soon as all the borders are open again and it's safe, too. Right. Once it's safe, too. Because like, 2019 was, like, the first year, like, pre-pandemic that I didn't go anywhere in years. And I'm so uh, bummed about it. And then, like, I'm like, well, I have to go somewhere in 2020. And then, well. <laughs> Right? We know how that went. I know, for sure. And hopefully this year, like, the minute it's safe to go somewhere, I'm vaccinated, like, I'm going to try to go somewhere. Right? 
Dem- get back to it. Oh yeah, get back to it. Figure out somewhere to fucking go, somewhere fun. I mean, I would love to go back to Japan, but yeah, you said you love Japan. I do, I do. My audience is well aware of that, and probably be like, no, please don't get into it again. <laughs> um, well, we, we can't get into it because I have to head out here pretty quick. Hell yeah, hell yeah. Um, we gotta run like right this second. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, like we gotta wrap. Ah, uh, well, Penny, since you gotta run out the door. Before you go, where can they find you on the things? Where can they find your fucking podcast and all that fun shit? Yeah, all the good things. Uh, so if you just type in Google Penny Suicide, all my shit will pop up. But um, Suicide Girls, Penny.SuicideGirls.com. Um, and then if you go to Spotify and type in that one, Suicide Girls Podcast, that's my podcast. My um, D&D that I stream on Twitch is Roll Like a Girl. So Twitch.tv like backslash um, roll underscore like underscore a uh, underscore girl. Um, and all my links are on my Instagram too. And you can find everything there like super easily. My OnlyFans is onlyfans.com backslash penny suicide. It's pretty easy to find me. Twitter, penny suicide. It's all just penny suicide, really. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Go check so. Penny out and pop in on Friday where Penny is often with us playing Persuade. Yeah, we're raising money for Suede Vegas, mutual funds for sex workers and giving back to the community. And we have a lot of giggles and a lot of laughs. Um, and there's a ton of very cool people like Slayer and myself. Uh, and we're here to entertain you and to take your dollars for charity. For oh, good, yeah. Make for it rain. Cause. Make mm-hmm. it rain. But in the meantime, as always, you can find me at Matt underscore Slayer on Twitter, Matt Slayer on Instagram, Matt F and Slayer on Facebook, twitch.tv slash Matt F and Slayer. You can find the podcast at And Now We Drink on Twitter and Now We Drink underscore on Instagram. And until next week, drink up, motherfuckers. Cheers to that. <laughs>